And now the show that's all about real estate and a little bit about everything else. Hosted by two guys that are too embarrassed to admit in public how long they've been investing in real estate. It is the Investor Guys podcast with host Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills. And welcome back to the Investor Guys podcast. We are doing affordability and unaffordable markets. We've already gone through the top 10 unaffordable markets in the country. Quick recap there. Number one, San Diego. Number two, San Francisco. Number three, LA. No surprises there. Number four, Mobile, Alabama. That was a bit of a shock to me. Number five, Boise. No surprise. Six, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Number seven, Las Vegas. Little surprise. Number eight, Sacramento. Number nine, New York City. Surprised that they were that low on the list. And number 10, Phoenix. Guys, so those are the top 10 unaffordable markets in the country. And a quick recap on the affordable markets that we did in segment two, Green Bay, Appleton, Wisconsin, number one on affordability. Uh, Akron, Cleveland, Dayton, number two. Yeah. Buffalo, number three. Detroit, number four. And as you mentioned, right as we were going into break, Pittsburgh, PA, number five on the affordable markets list. So Pittsburgh with a, a median housing price of 192.4, up less than 1% year-over-year median pricing. And look, if your market is not jumping, uh, just like we saw Detroit was up one-third of 8%, your market's not jumping in what we've got going on right now, um, you better be looking at what is your strategy for that marketplace. Now, if you're looking at affordable, low-income housing, these markets are fabulous. If you're looking at flips, you better be very careful uh, in these markets. Um, if you're doing seller financing on your flips, maybe. Uh, and if you're doing straight passive income with apartment complexes and not affordable or low income, then uh, again, you better understand the job market uh, and the demand in your market very, very well when it's moving that little with everything else that we've got going on in our country. With inflation now at, at just a hair under 10% over the last 12 months, uh, and these aren't even moving with inflation, which means that inflation is carrying them up and the deflation of that particular market is breaking back down. So got yeah, Pittsburgh number five on the list. Uh, and, and real quick, a quick footnote for those of you who don't know, Akron, Canton, Cleveland, Youngstown, Pittsburgh, they're all essentially in the same area. So from Akron or Cleveland, you could drive to Pittsburgh. It'll take you about an hour. That's why Steelers fans and Browns fans are so rabid. Uh, Youngstown and Pittsburgh, they're right, literally right across the border from each other. They're minutes apart. Um, so it is really a big, giant metropolitan area that just feeds into itself. You can get Cleveland radio stations almost till you hit the city of Pittsburgh and you can get Pittsburgh radio stations almost until you hit uh, Akron or Cleveland. Um, it's, it's just a big giant metropolitan area with all of those cities. So when you've got one of those cities popping up on your radar, look in that entire area. Um, Erie, Pennsylvania also falls under there. Erie may not be big enough to make this list, but Erie, Pennsylvania, a lot of people love investing in Erie, also yeah. falls into that area. It's just a little tiny spot of Pennsylvania that touches the, the, the state between Ohio and New York. But there is a city there and there is uh, there, there is industry there and there are people who invest there as well. I'm sorry, Bill, I, don't want to, I just wanted to add that footnote. You know, a, a market and a state that I constantly forget about uh, is Connecticut. And Connecticut has made the list. Hartford and New Haven 
I have made the list at a $250,000 median price, only up 6.3% year over year. Uh, so they come in at number six on the affordable markets. Um, and look, there's a ton of people that live in Connecticut that commute to New York City to work. They hop the train and go to New York City. So you're very close to a huge market base there, even though those particular cities may not be very big. Um, next on the list coming in at number seven, we were talking about Michigan. You mentioned uh, Grand Rapids. Uh, so Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, uh, coming in at 217000 and median price income up 14.3% year over year, but coming in at number seven on the affordable housing list. So there's a lot of, uh, there's some high-tech stuff that goes on in Kalamazoo, a lot of medical stuff uh, in the Kalamazoo area. And so could be a very good market to take a look at. Uh, number eight on our list, back to you. A little surprising that anything in Florida made the affordable list, but the Fort Myers Naples, uh, Naples market at 271000 down a quarter of a percent year over year, which is very surprising. So Fort Myers and Naples on the west side of Florida. If you love the Gulf Coast, you want to be on the west side, you like sugar sand, that's where you want to be. So from uh, basically Great. the west side of Key West all the way to Mobile, uh, you're beautiful incredible. Area. Yeah. And, and Something else, too, to, to put these things into perspective again. The reason that Fort Myers area is, is dropping a little bit in, in affordability is because there have been so much new construction that has gone on in Fort Myers for the last few years. Uh, Fort Myers is one of those cities that got hit hard in the 2007 recession that we saw, 2007, 2008. Uh, there are a lot of, lot of properties that sat vacant for a long time. And then Bam, about three, four, five years ago, people started buying up like crazy. It became a hot market. So a lot of building started happening. And a lot of a lot of things that we do now are very different than what we did 10 years ago and 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Sure. Cities say, you know what, if we're going to build X amount of, of high-end homes, we need to build X amount of low-end homes also. Um, so a lot of that was organized. It was by by design. Um, so we see a lot of new construction. In fact, that's one of the markets that we focus on also is uh, Fort Myers and Cape Coral. Cape Coral is right by Fort Myers yep. and then Naples is just south of Fort Myers. Um, but we can see parallels. And when we start putting the pieces together, we can understand why these numbers work the way that they work. Now, it may not be as affordable as Cleveland, but you also don't have ice storms and you're not, so not pushing a snowblower half of the year. Uh, so figure out what you're doing. And, and as investors, what's great is we can live anywhere we want. I can live in Palm Beach, yeah, Florida, yeah. and I can invest in Cleveland. I can invest in Rochester. I can invest in Dallas. Uh, I am not stuck investing in one yeah. place. Go where the money goes. Yeah. So uh, again, a surprise that anything in Florida made the affordability list, much less a great market like Fort Myers and Naples. The next one really shocks me. So if you want to get um, just a double handful of crazy, you want to play in this market because you're going to deal with the craziest people that are drawing air in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, and that is the Washington, D.C. market uh, coming in at 354, uh, up 4.5% uh, year over year. Uh, I, and I have friends that love investing in the D.C. market. Uh, me personally, I wouldn't touch that market unless I was touching it with a torch, but uh, that's just a me thing. 
So it, it showed up at number nine. So we had two surprises popping in there. Uh, yeah, I was very surprised for DC. Yeah, it's like, wow. Um, and then last on the list uh, is Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, as we know, it's a, a great investment market. It has been for many years. 213500 median price, uh, up 9.5% year over year. So this is our, our top 10 on the affordable. I'll run through, recap the list real quick. Green Bay, Appleton, Wisconsin, number one. Cleveland, Akron, Canton, Youngstown, number two, Buffalo, number three, Detroit, number four, Pittsburgh, number five, Hartford, New Haven, Connecticut, number six, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, number seven, Fort Myers, Naples, number eight, uh, Cape Coral uh, in there as well, D.C., uh, all the way down to Maryland, into uh, Hagerstown, Maryland, uh, number nine, Indianapolis, number 10 on the most affordable markets. If housing is affordable and you have a good job market, uh, it's gonna have, I mean, they just go hand in hand. Uh, the job market will always create a strong real estate market because people are gonna go where they can find work. So when you're looking at a, a good job market and we'll have to do a, uh, a top 10 uh, job growth market uh, list sometime here in the future because I guarantee you that it's going to overlap with uh, these cities uh, for the great majority. It just might be interesting to see where the job growth is going on right now. And another thing, too, that you'll notice when you start looking at these different markets, the people, the people are very different. The people that you're going to find in these affordable markets are much more family oriented, much more down to earth, um, much more likely to buy you know, a, a reliable vehicle versus a flashy vehicle uh, versus the people who live in, say, San Francisco or San Diego or Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Um, there's a difference in what attracts the different type of people to different types of places. And when I say different types, of, I mean personalities, uh, the core values of these individuals. Uh, they put they put fair over flash. So uh, you'll, you'll find that as well, not, not judging or anything else, just, just an observation that I've, I've always made that's always been almost clear cut. Not that there aren't great people in these other markets and there aren't flashy people in those other markets. It's just the, the, the majority of those people tend to change when we go from these different markets to different markets. Anything to add before we get out of here, Bill? You know, that's it. Uh, just a great show as always. Thank you for being here. And everybody, thanks for listening to us. Share this with your friends. If you hadn't subscribed, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Uh, share this with your friends. Uh, you can do it. At, uh, you can see us on the podcast at investorguyspodcast.com. And of course, you can listen to us on a myriad of audio platforms. I don't even know if there's one out there that we're not on. but Yeah, if there is, it's nothing, it's nothing anybody's listening to. So, And Soon, I bet we'll be on Truth Social in the next oh, what? two or three months. On Truth Social. Oh, Truth Social. <laughs> yeah. One, one more thing to add. All right. Thank you very much. Happy investing. We'll see you back here on Thursday. Have a great week. See you, everybody. Cool. I'll, talk to you on, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow or Wednesday. Sorry. You got it. Take care. Take care tomorrow. And welcome into the Investor Guys podcast. I'm Bill Barnett, and this is my partner in this enterprise, Mr. Kevin Mills. Good to see you, sir. Good this to see you, too, Tuesday Mr. Edition. Barnett. How are you doing? I'm doing incredibly well. Did you have a great weekend? I had an awesome weekend. Uh, did a lot too much to even list. Um, weather was great. Uh, did the Italian festival on Saturday with friends who happen to be Italian. 
Uh, we went to uh, Great Brunch yesterday, uh, one of our favorite brunch spots. It's actually closing yesterday. It was the last day. They're closing down for another month or so to uh, remodel. So we got the, the rest of our sushi and steak and brisket and everything else in for, for Sunday brunch because uh, it's going to have to hold us over for a month. But uh, yeah, great, great weather. Great weekend. How about yourself? I heard it's going to get cold there. Uh, we are uh, do have a cold wave uh, coming in. We do have a front, but this weekend was absolutely fabulous, unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, incredible. And, and as you know, I've now completed my first week of my youngest son uh, having his license, and I'm kind of getting adjusted a little bit to. Uh, his freedom and, uh, you know, as a parent, uh, my freedom is <laughs> a little bit. So uh, pretty weird to, to get to this point where they are all driving now. And it's like, wow, it's a yep. little, little strange. Wait till you adjust to them all being out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, I got two and a half years and that's going to be weird. This is strange. That'll be weird. I, I can't imagine. Uh, but also, also having... it's, it's bittersweet. So. Bittersweet. And by the way, I will be, and I didn't tell you this earlier, I will be in Austin next week for a day or so. So ah, cool. not exactly your neighborhood, but uh, we could, we could throw rocks and they might hit each other. Yeah. Coming in for a little meeting. Uh, no, I'm actually uh, doing a cross country trip, but I'm going to stop in Oklahoma city on the way out there and uh, dragging a car back from California. So I'll probably stop in Austin on the way back. Cool. Cool. Um, I might, we might need it to, um, Maybe have lunch or say hello in Oklahoma City. Just That's lunch. actually better for me, about the same distance. Because you've got but, uh, uh, got the sun up there. Yeah, got a sun at OU. So Oklahoma City, about uh, what thirty minutes or so from uh, from Norman. Yeah, just north of uh, just north of Norman. Yeah, straight up I thirty five. Straight up I thirty five. So we could probably even find someplace uh, someplace good down in Norman to have lunch. So excellent. That'd be great, man. I will let you know. All right. Super, super. So, you know, one of the things that we talk about constantly is different markets. We do this uh, at least once or twice a month. We'll talk about different markets, uh, if not more, all kind of different lists come out in our industry. And one of the things that is always important is affordability of a market. Now, what most people think of when they think of market affordability, all they're thinking about is the cost of the house. Well, that's not what affording or housing affordability really relates to. That's part of it, but it's the relationship between the cost of the home, the median price of a property in that market compared to the median income in the market. And so that's where the government gets this relationship. Whenever you see housing affordability statistics, that's what they're talking about. It's not solely price. It's price in relationship to the median income for the market. So DS News, you know, one of my favorite sources uh, for investing news and staying on top of the, the real estate investing world. They are um, an in-house magazine for the mortgage servicing industry. And I owned a mortgage company for years. And so part of one, half of one, not uh, solely. They came out with this great list about the top 10 most affordable markets in the country and the top 10 least affordable markets in the country. So I thought, yeah, that might be a fun thing for us to hammer on today. Absolutely. Um, in fact, we did a list the other day 
on, on great markets. In fact, uh, a lot of those markets were here in Florida. I asked you to send me that list to share with my team here. Um, so this is a good, this, this, this plays in perfect with, with being able to put them up side by side and, and see what, what everybody else is talking about. And that's, that's one of the points that I brought up and we're actually gonna, we have got a meeting today about it. Um, we are in markets that it's not just us saying these are great markets. This is markets where everybody else is saying this is great markets. We've got other investors, yeah. other builders, we've got other you know real estate professionals. We've got the numbers pointing towards these particular markets. And report after report after report, we see these same cities popping up over and yeah. over again. And as investors, if you're not letting this sink into your head, okay, if this isn't hitting you, when we keep telling you these cities, and when you go do this research yourself, for these cities, if it's not hitting you that you need to be doing something in one of these cities, pick the closest one to you, yeah. then you're letting opportunity escape you. Yep. So I, it doesn't really matter which one we go over first. I was kind of thinking we might go over the unaffordable first because that'll be the quicker list. And then we'll spend a little more time on the affordable markets because that's where we're likely to end up being. Uh, you and I are in some of those markets already. Uh, so a new leader in the clubhouse. Now, you have to understand this is not just solely based on price. This is based on home affordability. So the new leader in the clubhouse for the least affordable market to live in in the U.S., San Diego. Very little uh, surprising there. Now, the median income for housing in San Diego is 764000 but on the unaffordability scale, and again, this is a combination of pricing and median income for the area, they are ranked, uh, they, they get a point system and they are uh, pointed out at 8.16. So they had a 14% year-over-year uh, -year change from January to January. Uh, and so in January 22, they were up 14.31% from last year. So San Diego, New King of the Hill, the least affordable city to live in in America. Second, the most least affordable housing. Second on the market, no surprise here, San Francisco. Uh, now, San Francisco's median price is over a million dollars. San Francisco was the first uh, city in America, even ahead of Manhattan, where the median price for the entire market of San Francisco proper went over a million dollars. So. Uh, they are, uh, they're actually down a little bit. Uh, their pricing actually dropped 4% last year. But on the unaffordability scale, uh, their score is 7.9. So they're a little bit behind um, San Diego, but not too much. Uh, next, LA. So we got uh, the, the big three in California leading this list off. Uh, LA at 676800 in the median price for LA proper. Uh, and they are at a 787 on the affordability scale. Now, first, before we, before we go into break, okay, to put to put in perspective what Bill is saying, okay, I lived in I lived in Orange County, California, and when you look at the list, depending upon what matrices they look at, Orange County, California has the top or the top three most expensive homes in the area. However. Most of the residents of Orange County are very upwardly mobile. So a house in Orange County may cost more than the average house in San Diego or more than the average house in Los Angeles. 
But because the income of the people who live in Orange County is higher, Orange County doesn't reach that point. Orange County has an issue on the other side, and it is a severe lack of affordable housing. Even though it is mostly upwardly mobile, there are people in Orange County who do have very low incomes, and there are very few opportunities for them to find affordable housing. So that's the perspective. So when Bill says that San Diego is the most expensive market, he doesn't mean that's the most expensive homes in America. He means that is by comparison with everybody else that lives in the city of San Diego and the San Diego Metro, that is the most expensive market that you're going to find for housing compared to what the income is overall. Now we're up on a break and I know, I know Bill's excited about this. So we're gonna be back in just a second. And welcome back to segment two on the Investor Guys podcast. Kevin Mills, Bill Barnett here. And we're talking about the most unaffordable markets in America. We'll blow through this pretty quick. We did the top three already, San Diego, San Francisco, uh, and L.A. Now, the first surprise popped up on uh, the list uh, for me. Number four, Pensacola, Mobile, Alabama, which includes Pensacola and Fort Walton Beach. 307,000, now 307,000 is not a big high price, but compared to what the incomes are in the area, puts it fourth on the list. Uh, they've had a 24.7% price change in median housing year over year, uh, and they're at a 6.25 on the un unaffordability scale. Uh, near and dear to your heart, number uh, five on the list is Miami and Fort Lauderdale, 402 in median pricing. And they, they're up 7.18% in median price year over year. Uh, so not, no surprise that uh, Miami and Fort Lauderdale in there. Somewhat of a surprise uh, coming in at number seven is Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas in at $397,750 for median price of 22.1%, 1.6% over last year. A little surprised with that. Uh, back to California for... Uh, number eight, Sacramento, Stockton, Modesto at a half a million median price, up a hair under 11% uh, year over year in median price. And then way down on the list, as far as I'm concerned, number nine, New York, uh, being New York City, 510,000 median, up 9% year over year. Uh, and last on the top 10, anyway, is Phoenix. Uh, 405000 up 21.5% in median price year over year. All right, so those are the nasty markets. Now we get into the fun markets, uh, the markets where we have some great opportunities if we're paying attention. These really single quick, let's punctuate this with a lot of those cities are, are transforming because of the migrations happening. A lot of people moving out of Southern California to Phoenix, a lot of yeah. people moving out of Southern California to Las Vegas, that creates demand. A lot of people moving from New York and Illinois and Michigan and New Jersey and California uh, down here to Florida. Um, Pensacola is a beautiful, beautiful city right on the, right on the water. Uh, so is Mobile. Mobile's right on the water. Um, and Miami, so many people from the New York and New Jersey area, they, they're familiar with Miami because they vacationed there. When they decided that they didn't have to work from home anymore, they made a beeline for Southern Florida. Um, so a lot of these things, we can put these pieces together. It's not just somebody telling us what's happening on, on numbers. The numbers don't lie, but we can put these pieces together and we can say, this makes sense. We have a cause here. We have an effect. We have a cause. We have an effect. Um, I would I would 
guarantee you, if you're looking at numbers, it may not have made the list, but if you're looking at places like Boise, Idaho, um, Salt Lake City, Utah, you're going to see them going up in cost and value too. Maybe didn't make yep, the yep, list, yep. but those are people that people places that people are escaping to. So, so uh, when you said Boise, uh, I, like I can't believe Boise. I missed Boise. Boise okay. is right in the middle of the list at number five at four hundred sixty thousand, uh, up ten point one six percent over this time uh, last year, and will continue to uh, be uh, a hot market. Um, so Boise was on the list. And I'm glad you said that because I, I just glossed right over that. Um, so we get into the affordable markets and I know we, we're getting close on our break here. Oh, so we got, we got the, the number one affordable market in the country, again, based on pricing compared to uh, median income for the area, Green Bay and Appleton. Uh, I've done a couple of uh, programs in Appleton before. I've been to Green Bay and and to some Packer playoff games up there. Uh, thank goodness it wasn't Green Bay cold. It was like 25 degrees and all the Green Bay fans were complaining because it was playoff time in the NFL and they were complaining that it wasn't cold. Yeah, they were like, gosh, this is terrible. And I'm like, <laughs> so Green Bay, median sales price, uh, uh, for the home over the past 12 months, 149.9, not bad at all. And even at that, they were up 11.98%, almost 12% year over year. But they are uh, the most affordable housing market to live in, again, based on price of the housing and income, medium income for the area. Number two, Cleveland, Akron, and Canton at 169.9. Uh, still up 6.45% year over year uh, and second on the list of affordability. Uh, number three, Buffalo. Uh, so Buffalo comes in at 180 in median housing. They are up 9.1% year over year uh, in pricing, but number three on the affordability scale. So these top three markets, these are now um, I do not know. You and I really haven't spent any time discussing uh, Wisconsin at all, but we certainly, uh, these other two markets, we've done stuff in and continue to do stuff in. Love those markets. I'm going to have to go take a look at uh, Green Bay, Appleton, and see if there's, uh, we've got any uh, demand for the stuff that you and I do there. Now, number four on the list uh, is Detroit, 195,000 median price, uh, up one third of 1%. So it was actually up, which for Detroit's a good thing. Now, what you have to be careful of in any of these markets is what type of real estate am I investing in? If I'm investing in low-income housing, I'm probably in pretty good shape. If I'm investing in flips, I got to be incredibly careful because I got to look at what's going on job market. You know, Detroit, that's one of those cities, man, I, I really haven't looked at the job market uh, in Detroit for a couple of years now. Uh, it was just getting hammered for so many years. Uh, and the auto industry has uh, kind of settled out some and, and hopefully is, is getting better. And so many things are, are flipping over to electric, which I think is a disaster for our country. But um, that's a personal opinion. And uh, that's a show into itself sometimes, which doesn't have anything to do with real estate. But find out about what's going on in the job market in the area that you're looking at investing in. Specifically, incredibly important if you're looking at flips or you're looking at doing straight rental. If you're doing low income, 
it's a little, it's a notch down on the important scale, um, but not much. But when you're looking at going into a market that historically has been just ravaged uh, over the last 20 years, you better be careful. And Detroit certainly uh, fits that area. And interestingly enough, those four markets that you just mentioned are all in the Rust Belt. Wisconsin is considered yeah. Rust Belt because that's actually where they source the ores. Um, so all in the Rust Belt, uh, I think if you dig deeper, you're going to also find uh, that Rochester, Syracuse, uh, even Pittsburgh to a degree, Pittsburgh is blown up like crazy. So Pittsburgh's probably going to be a lot lower on the list as far as affordability, but it's still going to be up there. Uh, when you start looking Toledo, um, Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, a lot of those markets in the Rust Belt, those cities are going to be leading in the affordability factor. Uh, so something to, something to start putting your focus on for research. When you start looking in a, in a certain direction, it's easier to start finding those numbers. Now we're up on a break, but we'll be back in just a second. Learn more about the Investor Guys podcast, including upcoming events and appearances at www.investorguyspodcast.com. That's www.investorguyspodcast.com.